Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. So we're now recording, and I'm with Tara Amaral from uh, Marsh McLennan Companies. And um, Tara and I go back actually to just about the beginning of uh, Career Crossroads. Do you remember when we first you first got involved? I think it was before Y2K. <laughs> it's kind of sad. I think it was too. I think I think we met way back when. I think there was some something you were doing with. Was it Chase? I think you were. Were you at Chase I, about that I, time? I was at Chase. We were building our first internet site, and you and I were on a Sherm panel um, on workforce planning. Oh my God, boy, that, that goes back to a long, long time ago. In the in the nineteen nineties, and that was really before um, we pivoted. We were still doing consulting work, and I know Mark and I were primarily um, talking to people about their websites. And yes. so we would companies would have us come in, and we would uh, have pretended that we were uh, candidates, and so we would we would apply to jobs in those companies and then compare them to similar companies and talk to them about uh, how screwed up their website was, that sort of thing. And well, we had that, Jerry, I don't know if you remember, but um, two things. This was when we had to convince the firm at the time that everybody needed an email address, so that's how old I am. Yep. And um, I wanna say it was like Tony Bada Bing. Because <laughs> who you missed yes. yourself. Yes. <laughs> We then, yes, we did mystery shopping for the 100 best companies in America to work for. And we did it under assumed names. And yeah. the first one was, um, what was it? I can't remember the guy's name, but it was like that. Bada bing. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and it got into the Wall Street Journal. And we were accused by some... Uh, president of the Association of Italian Families of of some kind of bias, and you know, so we 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 got in a little bit of trouble from that. And so after that, it was all cartoon characters like Santa Claus, you know. Okay. Um, so so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And then I remember when we pivoted and we started the colloquium. You were one of the first members of the colloquium, and you were you were at Chase. And you were working on either their first or their very first real website. Yeah, That's it was in cool. it was in concert with being a building website and an internal job board, which they still actually call Job Connect today. I heard the other day, and it was when we were replatforming from um, small Lotus Notes databases to the first um, uh, enterprise-wide applicant tracking system, and at the time we uh, they were with Taleo. I don't know who they're with now. Yeah, that was that was certainly a long time ago. And I remember, I remember how uh, excited you were when you finally got this this website together, and we're very proudly sharing that in in the colloquium. People were going, "Oh wow, look at that." I suspect that today we'd probably look at it, we go, oh my God, how, how primitive. But 
Yeah. But it was uh, very cool. It was very cool, and I can't take credit for it. There's a young guy, Ben Latalek, I think his name was. He actually spearheaded it, and it was it was quite um, revolutionary for the time. But again, a lot of it had to do with will people come? Um, you know, getting rid of paper applications, a lot of things that were uh, kind of tried and true, and uh, and you know they're still using a lot of that. We're all using a lot of those same principles today. So it was a big shift for the industry. I think it was interesting. I think the one thing that reminds me, I mean, that interests me about your career is that you've been in so many different types of industries, not just one. So, you know, you, you really have moved around a little bit and then you had one period where you went to the dark side and was uh, running RPOs. And I remember how frustrated you were with, with how much, <laughs> with how that, that all worked. And I, I just thought that was fascinating. We know it was at a time when RPOs were still looked at as a way to take the cost out, yep. not necessarily improve the quality. And so a lot of clients at the time were, were only looking at a dollar save, yep. not that even when you outsource, you still have to have a quality process and people on come side of the process still had a lot of responsibilities. And as an outsource provider, you don't always have the same clout to be able to drive things. So I think we learned a lot about when, when companies are deciding to outsource, are they really ready to outsource? Because in some ways it can be a lot harder. You can't fake it when you outsource because we're driven by a process. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was you wouldn't let me be a member of the colloquium. Right. I wouldn't. Dark, I know. You were on the dark side. That's, you know, it was, I, I, you know, I missed your voice, but, 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 you know, members, members want to be talking to each other as, as peers and colleagues. And if they don't know you, um, then there's that, there's that, you know, that reluctance, if you will. So that's kind of fun. And we, you know, that's, we've lived with that uh, our entire time. And we have dozens of members who've gone to the dark side. <laughs> in in a variety of ways and I kind of hope every once in a while they cycle back yeah. right. well most of most of us do and I, I yeah. do think you know we I mean you and I watch the industry and a lot of other people like we go to centralize we go to decentralize we go to build the sourcing model we go to outsource so some of it is really tied to the economics of the time it'll be interesting to see how companies come out of the pandemic yeah. um Many TA organizations have downsized or are rethinking, and businesses are rethinking their business talent strategies to see what's really going to happen. So, yeah, to heat to really understand how we're coming out of this and we're starting to hire again, which is great. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that both the health and the economy impact the TA function. I think there's a lot of focus on internal movement at a lot of companies, including ours. Um, so, uh, we'll see which way we're swinging. Yeah, I think uh, internal movement is becoming a very uh, important issue. Um, I, the conversations have shifted to that or pivoted to that in in many of the of the conversations we've had in the last uh, three or four months, especially. Um, and there's some been some other indications. So our friends in um, in Japan have also. Uh, apparently done some very interesting kinds of work because Japan has to do reskilling specifically yeah. if they are going to survive what they think, what, what is kind of a demographic implosion. Yeah. 
uh, that's taking place there. So <clears throat> there's some really interesting things. Last question for you is, um, so, <clears throat> so you've been part of Career Crossroads or even in the dark side, we did talk. So, you know, has that been, um, you know, helpful for you in over the years? So it's been, uh, and this is not just a commercial, I mean, it has been enormously helpful. I like to think that even though I had, you know, 15 or plus years as a business leader, um, in a lot of ways, I grew up in TA with the sponsorship of other peers and yourself um, and Mark uh, for being part of the colloquium. So we really were able to tackle tough topics together and learn as a community. The other thing is, you know, it's one of the nicest, most collaborative group of people that I've ever met. And cool. I mean, I, you've really created a culture of not just in the meetings, but outside the meetings, we pick up the phone and we talk to each other, right? You know, we're not curing cancer, okay? So like, it's not like what we're doing. Um, and so we are sharing ideas. I mean, and again, you know, somebody might want a little bit of an edge, so if it's really proprietary, you know, we're not asking to share the algorithms you're writing. But when tough questions come up, like AI and machine learning, worrying about bias, Worrying about how do you do how do you do things, um, equity and some other things that are really hot topics these days. Um, this community, I think, you know, particularly the members of CXR, we talk to each other all the time, um, in the and outside the meeting. So for me, it's been a really robust professional network, and and we see each other go from company to company, move around, stay when when you want to stay. Um, so I think it's been very um, impactful. And I, you know, I know you have a big mantra about paying it forward. I always try to get my teams that I'm leading involved in career crossroads so that they, if they haven't had exposure to the industry um, because it's a great way to continue to really drill down and be a, a consummate practitioner. Cool. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.